welcome to another book on the shelf podcast i'm jet and i'm jen and we are on episode 83 yeah how (laughs) clearly we have no idea uh so in our holiday tradition uh initially we started to do an episode on books in a series that are no longer spoke of (laughs) uh by the author that we no longer refer to um and if you know you know and if you don't uh episode 32 uh (laughs) yes it's the one you know the kids with magical powers and whatnot um but the author is not turns out she's a terrible person yes um so to combat that last year we changed up the series uh to be a direct f you to said person uh and we talked about cemetery boys by aiden thomas which like i feel like i still sit and think about this book i know it was so great (laughs) and my friend lisa read it and like she still talks about it and like it's why like all of us actually all three of us my friend lisa too read lost in the neverwoods because like aiden thomas is just wonderful Mm -hmm. um because that was about being trans and just oh oh, i just miss cemetery boys i know cemetery boys was so good (laughs) loved it yes so to keep with that uh we wanted to read a book that had representation that you know just also I mean, could this be this book be more on brand for us? Like, really? Oh, I know. For real. <laughs> for, for real. Uh, but we are going to talk about um, A Lesson in Vengeance by Victoria Lee. Yes. And, you know, I don't think we've actually done, like, a proper Dark Academia. No. Novel. So that's fun. Yeah. Like, you've definitely mentioned, you know, A Secret a secret History. Yes. Um, I think it's The Secret History. The secret History. Whatever that one but is. But either way, yes. Um, don't a few times. But yeah, no, we've definitely not actually talked about one. Yeah, so exciting. Yes. Exciting. Um, and it came out this summer, this, this fall? Yeah, I think it was the. Summer. I think it was in August. Yeah. Um, why don't you tell us about Victoria Lee? Yes, so Victoria Lee grew up in Durham, North Carolina, where she spent her childhood writing ghost stories and fantasizing about <laughs> attending boarding school, which is hilarious. Um, she has a PhD in psychology, which she apparently uses to overanalyze <laughs> fictional characters and also herself. Uh, so she is obviously the author of this book, A Lesson in Vengeance, as well as The Fever King and its sequel, The Electric Air. She currently lives in New York City with her partner, cat, and apparently malevolent dog. <laughs> I like how the cat is just the cat, but the dog is. <laughs> I know. Normally, normally the cat gets to be the yeah. malevolent one. <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, and yeah, also this book has definitely kind of been all over the book talk and oh, bookstagram sure. and stuff. I mean, it's the cover is stunning. It's so beautiful. Well, even uh, I have the the Kobo version, and mm-hmm. it's still really pretty. Like on the the like the first page of a chapter. I don't know. If, I'm assuming it's like it in the book, but there's kind of like illustration flowers and stuff like that. Um, maybe not. <laughs> I'm looking right now. Yes, yes, there is. <laughs> Yeah, but it was it was like pretty. that in the in the Kobo version as well, which I feel like nice. usually doesn't happen. Oh, that's happen. so nice. Yeah. yeah, I like that they preserved that. Um, but yeah, so a lesson in vengeance is about Felicity Morrow. Uh, she's yeah. back at the Dalloway School, 
which is perched in the Catskill Mountains, centuries-old ivy-covered campus. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it was home until the tragic death of her girlfriend. Now, after a year away, she's returned to finish high school. She's even in her old room in the exclusive dormitory that obviously was haunted uh, by the spirits of the Dalloway Five, who, mm. uh, who may or may not have been witches, but they all died mysteriously. And, like, kind of grimly. Uh, yeah, you can scratch out the kindly and just be kind of and be like, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so there's lots of witchcraft in Dalloway's past. The school doesn't talk about it. There's secret rooms. Um, and, you know, it's basically just kind of about Felicity trying to move past that. However, Dalloway's occult history is just everywhere. And there's a new girl that won't let her forget. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ellis Haley. It's her first year there. But of course, she's like the new super popular girl who also is like a prodigy novelist at 17. Right? Whatever. Sure. (laughs) Uh, She's like a method writer. She's super eccentric. And Felicity is very drawn to her. And they end up sort of like researching the Dalloway Five for uh, Ellis's second book. And Mm -hmm. it just kind of uh, all starts going around. Little chaotic from there oh yeah <laughs> so just i mean as always there are going to be spoilers oh yeah and if you want to read this book maybe don't listen maybe yeah. go read it and then listen and cause... it's actually like a quick read like i feel like i saw because yes. you have like the book book mm-hmm. and when i saw it i was like oh man that's like it felt like a book book like a thick book uh, like a thick double c yeah. book but then when i was on my kobo it like flew yeah, no, absolutely. absolutely. And even just, like, reading in general, because you just kind of really get sucked in. Yeah. I mean, if you don't care about spoilers, then I guess, like, keep listening. But yeah. um, <laughs> it does rather, there, there is a there is a rather massive spoilers in it, so. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, don't even, I don't even know where to start, like. I don't even know where to start either. And, like, let's, maybe let's start with, okay, so. I guess we'll start with some some just dark academia and what it, it's all about. Yes. I mean, it's always, like, very murdery. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I haven't actually read other I, dark academia. I feel like the only other one I've read mm-hmm. is Secret History. Um, but I'm also like, how have I not read more? Because there has to be more. For sure. Maybe I'll have to look up more dark academia books and what... I feel like the only one anyone ever hears about is The Secret History. But it's definitely spoke of as if it is its entire genre. Oh, yeah, yeah. It is definitely its own genre. (laughs) I just don't know what else belongs in that genre. I think it's more just like after reading this, I'm like, how have I not investigated this further? It Basically, it's like (laughs) murderous, weird things happening in very, like, insular school settings. Yes. Like the skulls, but that's a movie with Pacey. But I mean, kind of. Like, there's secret (laughs) society stuff going on and, like you know, very eccentric characters and they're all like way too deep into their, whatever their research is, um, kind of obsessively. So, yeah. And they're all a little like off the rockers. So good. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like I should have known what was coming basically (laughs) is where, what I'm getting at, but there was a part of me, I think that was just like hoping for like a nice ending. (laughs) I, I don't necessarily think I thought there was going to be a nice ending. I just I, definitely thought yeah. it was going to be something else. Yeah. 
like so some someone else let me let me rephrase okay okay fair (laughs) enough fair enough um speaking of all dark things Mm -hmm. and tying into our blog at another book um no wait another book what is our blog called another book on the shelf.com that's what it is (laughs) (laughs) it's like wait what are we called again um you wrote an entire blog on setting the oh, yeah. character in the book. And oh, I think this definitely applies. would have made it if I had yeah. read it before writing that post, for sure. Like, I just I just felt like I could see this. Like if like if this yeah. how like how is this not a limited series on Netflix? Like that's exactly oh, what so it is. Good. It would be so good. And I mean like, it just came out. Who knows? Maybe it's yeah. already been optioned. Yeah. Um, you know, cause like I was kind of picturing like, um, a little bit like Sabrina, those kind of like, especially oh, cause yeah, yeah. all the girls were kind of like witchy, <laughs> witchy and bitchy, um, <laughs> like that kind of vibe. And just, Absolutely. I'm assuming it's kind of maybe a little like pretty little liars esque. I don't, I haven't seen that, but I feel like that's the vibe that yeah, I get I mean, from them I mean, and just a bit, right? with, like, with like the girls the... anyway. Yeah. And with the, the friend who's dead, but. Yeah. Maybe dead. I definitely thought she was not going to be dead. I also thought she was not going to be dead. For like, like until the end. Uh, yeah, until the reveal of how we know she is for sure dead. Yeah. And then who the other killer is. <laughs> yes. There's a lot of murder in this. But yeah, but just to like Godwin House, that's the dormitory, dormitory that only these five girls stay in like it seems yeah in my head it was like big but like clearly it's just like a tiny spot Mm -hmm. like anyway and just like because they always talk about like their clothes too and it's like winter and there's snow and there's fall like just the seasons like the setting was just like wild for sure for sure and because like the like the the history of the school is so like deeply entrenched in the whole story like Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah, the surrounding of the school, like when they start going out on their little sort of like ritual witchy yeah. things, they're like out in the woods and and then at that old, old church. Yeah. <sighs> that was vibes. Right? <laughs> yeah. It yeah. was just, like, and again, like I feel like I could exactly see 100% what that church looked like. Right? Yeah, it was the yeah. whole time. Like that's setting masterfully done. I feel like so obviously there are like five, five main characters or whatever, and like it, cause you you know about them, but obviously like you're kind of focused on Felicity and yeah. Ellis, and then Alex, who was Felicity's girlfriend that died, and the others are like yeah, you know, adjacent, whatever. They're definitely adjacent, yeah. Because, like, I feel like I was paying so much more attention to this setting and this stuff, like, when they talked about what they were wearing or what they were doing mm-hmm. and not the actual, like, girls themselves. Like, to think back now, there's Leone mm-hmm. and Kajal and... Clara. Clara. That's <laughs> what I was like. Um, like, I, I don't know if I... Rather a significant one. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Sorry, sorry, Clara, you didn't make it. Um, but again, like I wasn't necessarily paying as much attention to them mm-hmm. as I was everything like around them. 
Yeah. Because sure. it was just like so much more of a character. Yeah. Well, and even when um, Ellis and Felicity go to that antique shop near the beginning. Oh, yes. Like that whole, that whole scene was also very. Yeah. Yeah. And like when they're describing the school or like anywhere in the school, and especially even like, like the common room mm-hmm. or Felicity's, Felicity's bedroom, like. I'm trying to think back, like, the last time that there was, like, a book that I really just, like, saw as much as I, if that makes sense. Um, like, yeah, saw. <laughs> right. Yes. Um, I mean, definitely Cemetery Boys. It kind of had, it was very well described, too. Yeah. But. Yeah, and, like, Ninth House by Lee Bardugo has mm. similar vibes, except the magic is very much real in that one. Yeah, because in this one, like, it's never, it's not real, but then it's not not real. Yeah. And that's, yeah. like, so much of... Because these girls have to, like, write super giant theses. Like... I know, right? Everything I've always wanted to do as a high school student. Good God. <laughs> fancy, fancy boarding schools. And so, like, they have these, like, massive research papers, right? And, like, that's what yeah. so many of them are focusing on or, like, different versions of, you know, because Felicity is trying to write about witches and then horror books and... But then, like, obviously, Ellis is doing research for her, like, actual, like, novel that she's writing. And it's just, they're all kind of saying, like, witchcraft isn't real, but then. Well, and it's it's interesting because it's it's all told from (laughs) Felicity's perspective, like, in a first person voice. Um, And she believes that it's real for, like, a, for the majority of the book. Yeah. Um. And be- but because she's also had some like mental health issues hmm. where she's not sure necessarily if she's like seeing things sometimes, if she's like making it up in her head. Well, and because there's an entire like quote too where, um, She's t- like I think it's it's sort of like in regards to her um, paper, but she's saying how like in off often in like horror novels, especially with women, mm-hmm. like they use mental illness to like build the mistrust and how it like alters people's perception of events. And it's this moment where you're like, yeah, but that's what's happening. Like that's right. It's this weird like meta kind and of. And so the whole time you're kind of wrong footed in wondering how much of what Felicity is relaying is accurate and how yeah. much is, and then you're like, are the ghosts real? Like, is she actually cursed? Which is great because it puts you, I think in exactly in where she is of not quite knowing one way or the other and not quite yeah. trusting her own judgment. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, Oh yeah. Even with Ellis where there were moments where I was like, I don't trust this girl. But then it kind of turns back around because Felicity is so just yeah, enchanted by her that you're like, oh, okay, maybe Alice isn't so well, bad. Maybe yeah, she's she fine. fully, like, that's what it is. Like, when you start off, you're like, mm. And then, like, yeah, like, she pulls around and then, like, mm-hmm. they're alone over Thanksgiving and, like, it's really good and they, like, bond and, like, it seems more like oh like they're developing a real friendship they're developing a real relationship like they're 
intimate with one another. Like maybe, you know, maybe neither of them is some version right. of crazy or, you know, like some kind of maybe Felicity's okay and Ellis isn't evil. But then like it all kind of starts to flip again and you're like, well, like, wait, what the? Like, yeah. <laughs> you never, you never know because you've, like, it starts with like, you know that Felicity lost her girlfriend, had all these tragedies, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you know, classic. <laughs> you know, girls' school, where they're all like, oh, ah, da, 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 you know, the whispering, the pointing, and the whatever. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you came back. Oh. And so you just want her to, like, be happy. And then they have mm-hmm. this, like, great time. And you're like, oh, okay. Maybe, like, it's going to be, like, great. And she can, like, move on with Ellis, and it'll be good. Mm. Right. And that's nope. what it was. Is, like, there was a part of me, I think, that was, like, rooting for that. And then... And then you're like, oh. <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, and I totally had forgotten that at the beginning, she has made up a false memory of how Alex died. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, I thought that was super crazy because she has this like, well, and also because like memory so and weird and like right. that's why like eyewitness accounts don't always count and like you know because it's just you know he had brown hair he had blue hair like no one it's just oh it's a weird brain thing right like it's not it people is, yeah. necessarily being wrong it's like just literally how the brain works mm-hmm. and she has this thing and she's telling the story and then that moment yeah we're like ellis is like that's not what happened yeah and then you learn that it was like part of her therapy to like write out different versions and you're like yeah what I know. And then it was like, oh, well, now I just can't trust anyone on anything anymore. Right? <laughs> In this book. Like, I don't, like, what am I supposed to, I don't know. Right. Absolutely <laughs> mad. So, I mean, I guess we'll just go ahead and spoil this whole thing right now. Yeah. It turns out. So, okay. This whole time she thinks that, like, Alex is haunting her, basically. Yes. And... Which is done very convincingly. Very convincingly. To the point of whether she be ghost or real person. Right. Because her body was not found. Right. I was believing it. Right. I was like, oh, okay. So it's going to be that Alex is alive, actually, because they never found her body. Yeah. Um, and because they go to the cemetery at one point and leave a book on Alex's grave, oh which turns up back in... Felicity's room and this was so interestingly done too because like as soon as she says like Ellis is messing with me like you put this here I was like oh yeah that's totally what happened but then it turns around again of Ellis being like no like are you listening to yourself can you hear yourself you sound like you're losing it and then you're like oh okay yeah she probably is losing it because obviously you know she's had some but no that's exactly what happened yeah because then when she actually finally goes and digs up this grave she finds Clara in it dead which had also already been planted throat slit by like ellis to like dig it up the first time they went yes and like (sighs) so it turns out that ellis has murdered clara as part of her method writing yeah like truly insane (laughs) um and then we find out that we know that alex is not alive yeah or Felicity does because Felicity buried her body. Well, and okay, because like that was it. Because like we finally learned that she actually like 
she like pushed her, her, but she didn't like yeah. fall, fall she didn't or whatever. To push her off the cliff. She yeah. just meant to shove her, but because she'd been drinking, she stumbled yeah. back far enough that she fell off the cliff. And then yeah, and there's it, that little tiny sentence. And yeah. that's all it is, is just like I buried her on Godwin grounds. And it was enough work I was doing stuff and I was and then I was like, wait. Yeah. And then it's just kind of like, that's it. Like it's just it's just mm-hmm. enough that you're like, oh, like maybe that's a little more fluffy oh you know the the memory the thing and then i was like or no wait did she really oh yeah she straight up did and you're like okay and so then we find out that ellis has set it up in such a way that claire is murder in such a way that she could frame felicity if she wanted to um so then (laughs) felicity murders Ellis. Yeah. She pushes her off the roof. And then even she comments in the like, no one even thinks that it was me. Like, they all just feel bad for me. Well, because she fakes a suicide note yeah. and a confession. So Clara's murder goes, I mean, rightfully where it yes. belongs on Ellis, who did it. Yeah. Um, but then Felicity has fully just gotten away with to killing two people yeah and the way it ends can we talk about the way this ends <laughs> because so you get like you get like a flash forward of three years later yeah after everything's tied up right like yeah felicity gets off scot-free she's moving on with her life yeah up to london, london university yeah. yeah is seeing this this other woman now this mm-hmm. girl uh, I guess that she, I don't, I don't think they go to school together. Either way, whatever. Yeah. Something. It mm-hmm. ends with them up on the roof mm-hmm. after her girlfriend has cooked her dinner. Mm-hmm. And she's standing up there with her arms around this girl, thinking about how fragile she is and thinking about having pushed Alice off the roof. And that's, it just ends with like it's snowing or something. And you're like, yeah. is she going to murder this girl? Well, and because she had already because said she, that she wanted yes. to, like, break up with her. Yes, that she's done with her. And there's a moment, too, where she says she's going to miss her her cooking when she's gone. So, like, she's already decided <laughs> that she's done with this relationship. Yeah, but, like, what kind of done? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah so here here the last sentence it's right before it says it begins to snow and here my heart beating fast and the taste of ink on my tongue the city opening wide below us like a waiting mouth and then you get like a dash and then it begins to snow and you're like oh my god what is happening is she gonna murder this poor girl who just wants to go be a chef somewhere well especially because like all the times, like, it's it's built so that you think that, yes, she has mental illness, but from a tragic event. Yes. She lost her girlfriend. Her girlfriend, right. like, you died. the trauma from that. Tragically. And then, and Ellis is more painted in this, like, oh, no, she crazy, like, evil crazy, right? Like, just right. the thing that, she, you know, she's always, you know, trying to get Felicity to, like, you know, play out these murders and then like she like almost 
you know, kills Felicity with like a fake garrote and like, yeah, that's right. and like, because they're trying to like practice these things. And just like this little point where she's just that little, little too psychopath, little too sociopath. And you learn that Alice, when she was 10 years old. Oh, yeah. Had this snowed in for a month and her grandma died. Mm-hmm. And like no one could get to her because her moms mm-hmm. were off somewhere or like, but also just like snowstorm or whatever. And she had to, she killed her pet rabbit and ate it yeah, raw. and ate it raw. Because she was stuck there for like a month by herself. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, so she's had trauma. So that's why like she's criminal minds. And you're like, okay. Oh, yeah, but really, Felicity, Felicity yeah. was actually truly terrifying the entire time. Yeah. Yeah. And you really don't know kind of right until the and very end there. And it's so interesting, too, because, like, she talks about how after Alex's death, everyone was looking at her like they killed her. Even mm. though that one was much more of an accident than Ellis. And then with Ellis, every, like, she was getting sympathy yeah. from everyone. And I was like, this is so messed up. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, <laughs> I, I loved all the stuff at the end. I was just like, "Oh, this is so good! This is so twisted! It's fantastic!" Well, and it just had like so many great references to stuff. Like there was yeah tons of like Emily Dickinson talk because just you know smart girls at boarding school and yeah writing and all that kind of stuff. Um, and hey, we have not mentioned it in a while, but I'm just gonna throw paper houses out there now. Oh, I know. Okay. Paper houses. <laughs> um. I can't remember what episode number that is, but that I is one of either, our favorite we'll, books. We'll figure it out. Yeah. We'll um, let you know on the show. Oh, Emily Dickinson. Um, and then I feel like there's other, because then because she's reading, Felicity's reading the, all these horror novels, mm-hmm. um, which tons of it's like Shirley Jackson. Shirley Jackson. Yeah. Um, and right away, because she was reading, um, da, 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 da. We've always lived in the castle. Yes. And, like, I had just read that recently. We watched the movie, which was... I really want to watch that again. It was so good. Yeah. And it had that, like, setting vibes. Mm-hmm. Minus the school, but it had that, like, dark, But it has that weird, old kind mystery. of, like... Yeah. And kind of, like, like Mexican gothic, like that just... It's the house. I was, I was just going to say, like, a gothic sensibility. Yeah. It's, it's the houses, right? Because, like, mm-hmm. you're thinking about Godwin House... And just well, and, and she oh. talks about Rebecca at one point too, and yes. how um, Ellis used to call their old house in Georgia Manderley, yeah. uh, which is the house in Rebecca. For those who haven't read or seen any version of it, um, also excellent. And like, yeah, it's like it, I feel like it's like it was, it was laying it all out there for us. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Even the fact that Clara was going to die. Oh yeah, because she was like you know that one. There's well, and because because there's there's a line where they're I think they're at one of the parties or something, and she's like watching Clara talk to one of the other girls and about something inane, and she says something about how like she wondered if somebody eventually was going to get annoyed with Clara and like push her down the stairs or something. Oh yeah, I was like. It's like this moment that that tips you off to a few things. One that Clara is the most expendable of them. Yeah. And the other being that Felicity just seems to always be on a hair trigger of potentially shoving somebody off of something steep and murdering them. <laughs> and like it's such a casual thought. Like it's it it's put out so casually. Yeah. 
honestly, it was great. Oh, it's just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yep. And yeah, and then woven into it is all the stories of these five Dalloway girls from, I guess it was the 1700s, mm-hmm. um, who also all died horribly. Like one of them drowned, one of them was shot, one of them was hanged. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the other ones were. Well, like one, like there's one was buried and buried oh, alive, and one was her throat was right. lit. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, because like Felicity, like maybe maybe not conjures one of them and like so she thinks like this spirit is yeah. like haunting her and like because it was her and alex so like maybe this one spirit is hunting there because yeah even just like the story of those those five like it i really like that because it you know we often talk about alice hoffman and like just all mm-hmm. of, like the practical magic series so mm, practical magic rules of magic magic lessons magic lessons and then a book of magic the book of magic that's the new Something one i haven't like read that, that one yeah um, and just that idea especially because magic lessons throws back to salem and like right back in those days so it's just just love all the witchy talk yeah it was great yeah it was great <laughs> fun times Man. Mm-hmm. uh do you know anything about victoria lee's other books i don't um, no, I know a vague, a vague amount. Hmm. Um, I think there's some kind of like Fever King, it's Fever King and Electric Air, I think. Yeah. Um, I think there's some kind of like a weird pandemic situation. Oh, never mind. <laughs> but like, but like with electricity hmm. somehow. And I don't know exactly. So but literally that, that's, us. That's the only, um, yeah, that's the only like vague notion I have about it. Okay. I mean, at the very least, just based on, you know, the setting and world building and stuff like that, I'm clearly intrigued. Oh, right. By her writing. Yeah, same. I think she has, I think one of hers just sold recently. So she should have other work coming out. Yeah. Imminently. Um, yeah, I feel like I remember seeing something about next year. Another book yeah. coming up next year or something. So, man, that's exciting. Yeah, so if y'all know any other books, if you've read this book and there's other books like it, send them. Yeah, send us your way. favorite Dark Academia novels um, because we want to read them all. So good. Now I want to reread The Secret History. I definitely had that out from the library at one point, and I don't even think I got to open up a page before it went back. <laughs> it's a good one. Because it was just one of those things where, like, I got it on one of those times where I'm like, I'm totally going to do this, and it just, we know, we know how it goes. It's a good one. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Also um, murdery. Yeah. It, like, there's a, that one, that one kicks off. I mean, I guess technically this one kicks off with the death right away, like. Yeah. Alex is already dead, but like mm-hmm. it literally kicks off with the murder on like the first page. And this is not meant to be shade whatsoever, just a pure question. In comparison to the Goldfinch. Yes. What is what is the pace the pacing of? Um, okay. I'm gonna say it's a little bit of a uh, you know, it's been so long since I've read it. I don't think it's as long, first of all. Okay. 
Uh, and I do think it, it has a little bit of a faster pace. I don't, I don't know though. I mean, because so basically this is not spoilers because you know, who dies right off the bat. Okay. It's one of their, they like, they literally murder one of their friends. Okay. Um, you know this right away. The first half of the book is, so you get like the moment that it happens. And then the first half of the book is leading up to the murder. Mm. And then the second half of the book is sort of like the aftermath okay. of it. Um, people tend to either like one or the other better, like between the secret history and the goldfinch. Mm-hmm. There are people who are like, yeah, no, the secret history is her best book, hands down, no questions asked. And other people are like, no, no, the goldfinch is her masterpiece. I don't, I don't know where I stand, <laughs> if we're being honest. If you'd asked me like two years ago, I would have said the goldfinch yeah. uh, because I love the goldfinch. It's, it is what it is. I don't hate it. I just, I, I no, just, I know. and like maybe if I read it now, but I just remember like it was such, not even like a slog to get through. Like it just. Going and people and have definitely said that happened. about it, which is so know. funny because I did not find that at all about it. But I, I understand why people do. I think it was which just is literally why like... I feel like maybe I'm not the best person to be <laughs> letting you know whether or not the secret history is. But like, there's like some. It, it's it's a fun one as far as like atmosphere and yeah. and it has more of like a lesson in vengeance vibes, kind of. Absolutely, hundred percent, hundred percent has more of these vibes where it's like. They're at this really weird small college in yeah. New England and like, Perfect. you know, they're in this, it's like this small group of them that are studying classics and they like go to someone's weird old big house and like have like a Bacchanalia celebration and like, it's all very perfect. Yeah. Ugh, can yeah. we go to New England? Fuck this shit. Right? So yeah, if if you're looking for more Lesson in Vengeance vibes, um, I definitely don't think it moves at quite the same clip as the Lesson in Vengeance. Yeah, this was definitely like yeah. quick. Um, but definitely same vibes. Cool. Um, other, well, I mean, a Lesson in Vengeance. Obviously, we again are doing this because we are no longer because of the author. We no longer speak of yes um a certain transphobic author rather took the shine off of a yes. series that i loved yes um but there's like a lot of representation in this but oh yeah obviously Absolutely. you know felicity is a lesbian and there's even moments where like she doesn't really tell people and then she kind of does tell people mm-hmm. who is she telling in the kitchen is it kajal i can't remember I so yeah and because she finally gets to this so. moment where she's like I'm a lesbian, you know, like it kind of like tells her and mm-hmm. she's just like, okay, cool. Like, yeah. And obviously like her and Ellis have a relationship, her and Alex have a relationship. Yeah. As I'm saying that quickly, I'm realizing how close their names are and I'm sure that was on purpose. Ellis and Alex. Yeah. <laughs> I thought of that actually. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and then Ellis's sibling is mm-hmm. non-binary, which was really, and it was one of those things where like the first, cause she said something about, oh, like they are something, something, something. And I was like, okay. And then I was like, wait a second. And then, like, the next one, because they were using they, them, sorry, mm-hmm. the author was using they, them pronouns. And I was like, oh, here we go. Love it. Yeah. So that was yeah. really cool, too. I, yeah. I would have liked to see, actually, more of their reaction to Ellis dying. <laughs> yeah. Because that relationship was interesting. You hardly get to see any of it. 
Yeah, but and it, like yeah, like it's clearly because of like it's from Felicity's point. You know, so she yeah. only has that limited view, yeah. but just yeah, so much it's more hard of to like tell how close they are. Like they seem close enough, but also like maybe they don't see each other that often and it was just Well, they make a point so of saying how they're like at least 10 years apart or something too. Right. So that's well, then even, weird even and, like... uh, Ellis and Quinn's parents. Yeah. They have two moms. Yeah. So Yeah, that was really cool. Just... And they did actually even talk um to just about because again rich boarding school yeah tends to be white girls yes um but they talk a little bit about how you know there's was it leone's grandmother was like the first grandmother yeah yeah her great-grandmother one of them was like the first black woman there and like it was kind of one of those like you know they let her in because i mean she was like she happened to be rich but like at least they do kind of like talk about that as just how mm-hmm. like that's typically how it goes and they, I just like that it was like an acknowledgement of like yep this is what typically happens it's all rich white yep. girls but there's like you know a few token kids to like make right. them seem like they're yeah like they're like things. yeah liberal <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah um so yeah I just thought like the way that it was talked about was like in a good yeah know, just kind of yeah yeah and like that it was addressed at all because I feel yeah. like in dark academia it frequently isn't definitely mm-hmm. so but that was cool yeah well and even just the fact like all the that. girls right you know Ellis was a little seemed to like dress slightly more masculine they mm-hmm. like they differentiated them very you know because Clara did Clara also have red hair yes and yes because Clara you know, looked apparently a little bit like Alex does. yeah and they just Obviously, again, because Perhaps Alice is the, the redhead. that redheads have yes. a similar look at this. <laughs> and they Not just kind to of always generalize like... redheads. Apologies. Yeah. Um, daywalkers. No. Um, I just like, because it still kind of had that, like, I don't want to say stereotypical, but just the, like, okay, so, you know, there has to be, like, the redhead and, like, something's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then there's the one who dresses this way and the one like this. And you're just like, yep, this is exactly what I imagine. Yeah rich boarding school to be right <laughs> this is what we've been well in the way they have all of their like weird like you know no technology like old style yes fashion affectation <laughs> right of like so funny yes. <laughs> but yeah very interesting uh did you have any like favorite quotes or other little notes you made oh you know i didn't I didn't pick out any quotes. I think I just read it so quickly that I I missed any of them. <laughs> I mean, it happens. It happens. Did you have any? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. I want to hear them. Um, well, the one I one made me laugh. Um, Felicity was reading, like, one of her horror books, and she had said, I don't know how long it is before I can open my book again and turn my gaze away from the door and to the words again to the words instead uh no doubt reading murder books alone in an old house is half my problem impossible <laughs> not to startle at every creak and bump that you hear when you're half buried in the story that heavily features library crimes i was just like oh, okay yep that's <laughs> library crimes um oh that's good and then there was another and this was just i was like oh man um i think it was all of the girls in the common room kind of talking 
And then I think like Felicity came in, so it kind of paused and then they went back to their conversation. Mm-hmm. And it just said, you know, their conversation resumes around me, effortless as placing a needle back on a vinyl record and continuing where the melody left off. Nice. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, but then like my absolute favorite was, because I think this is just kind of ties into so much of what we like. Um, but it's every spell is a pomegranate seed on your tongue, binding you to the underworld. Because mm. like yeah, pomegranate seeds have all the like their themes. All the Hades and, and Persephone. And I was just like, that was good. Yeah. And because again, we still didn't know like, was the witchcraft real? Was it not real? Like, it's not real in this yeah. book. I'm going to go with this not real in this book. Because, like, yeah, obviously, again, go with that too. we've talked about Alice Hoffman and, like, that is real magic. Yes. But then, like, this is, you just didn't know. And then, like, with that, I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so. She does all the stuff with, like, tarot cards and her yeah. candles and the different things and the stuff. And it's just, oh, my God. Yep. Man. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. Also, there is a moment where there's like a coyote and may or may not also be a wolf. If we ever read another book that has that and you've read it before me, please let me know. Okay. <laughs> it was fine. I read it during the afternoon, so I was okay. <laughs> <sighs> oh, but I still remember that nightmare that I used to have all the time at my grandma's when I oh, thought yeah. I was like under her couch because a wolf was trying to get me. And oh, I could like no. feel her couch and the carpet and like the like animals fur because we'd always drive up there really late at night so you'd hear them howling and see their eyes in the ditch and it was a whole thing that's cool <laughs> love wolves oh, so of course as soon as we started reading that i was like oh man is something gonna happen here it didn't in like a i mean something happens but I not mean, like something happens but not in a way that it affected back to them in a, you know what i mean yeah <laughs> no so like that was when i was like Doing the thing where you hold like your book kind of far away, just in oh case. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you kind of like squint at it while you're reading it. <laughs> Try to like kind of jump a few paragraphs, to, like see if something happens. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this was a good book. <laughs> it was. It really was. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, the end just like the end was so good. And just because that sentence, I yes buried her and got on the ground it was so small it was so you could have easily missed it uh-huh. it was just it was in there in a way that just didn't stand out in any way no nope. it wasn't even like you know like the end of a paragraph you know like pay attention to this this is what you know like it was just right i fully like went over it comprehended and was like wait yeah i just love the potential implication that maybe felicity is actually just yeah. a serial killer like so good especially because that the beginning of that end bit of that like epilogue basically Mm -hmm. lulls you into a false sense of this girl's okay now yeah london doing her thing maybe she's gonna go to paris maybe she'll do something else it's fine and then you're like oh man holy crap (laughs) and like all Ellis was doing was actually like, so like Ellis was trying to be method to like learn stuff so she could write about it. But really all she was doing was teaching Felicity stuff. Right. Yeah. Just. Oof. <sighs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I enjoyed it. 
I want to read Ellis's book. <laughs> I want to know what right? she's actually writing about. Right, because like that's the other thing you find out is that, you know, she says she's writing about the Dalloway Five, but then you kind of find out that she's writing about her, like writing about Felicity. Yeah, the whole reason she came there was because she yeah. read an article about Felicity. Yeah, and then the at the in the epilogue there where the bookseller is describing what the book is about yeah. to Felicity, you're like, oh no, it's about the two of them. Like, yeah. what? Well, and, and she doesn't, because when she goes to the funeral, um, Elsa's moms try oh, to give right. her the book and she like drops it and like, you know, because they, they do the classic like, oh, the pages are flying away and they have to like catch it because she doesn't want to read it. Yeah. Because at that point, clearly she knows that it's not about the Dalloway Five. Right. But oh. yeah, like I just. Yeah. This is definitely one where like, <laughs> not in a Twilight way, but. I mean, it was interesting to read to, what was it, Midnight Sun? Because it was, like, the Edward side of Twilight. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, Which, honestly, so much better than Bella. Because, like, ugh, Bella. Um, <laughs> this would be where, you know, like, the Ellis side. Or, again, yeah, like, Ellis's book or, like, something. The opposite side of it would be very interesting. Yes, it really would. It really, really would. Yep. Um, yay for representation and people not being jerkbags like said author that we no longer speak of. Yes. Because um, even we were looking at our story graph and I think your number one genre was LGBTQ, right? Yes. It was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah, this baby. Year. And hey, we're just adding another one to the list. So yeah, we're just going to so keep going. Um, so yeah, that person can... Suck it. Yep. Um, and then it's almost the end of the year. I know. So yeah, our we only have one more episode this mm-hmm. year. It's going to be our holiday wrap-up episode. So yeah. we'll be talking about some of our favorite books and whether or not we're hitting our reading goals. Although you already hit yours. Yes. With, yeah, with this book. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Da-da. Yeah. And 2021. Oof. Good riddance. <laughs> To ya. You know, because it's in a way where, like, at this point, I really prefer 2020. So, like, I just don't know how I feel about 2022. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to hear more about all of that, I'm sure we'll be going into it in the next episode. <laughs> um, yeah, and then we're into 2022 and a new year. And uh, first book off the bat in January will be our current book club book conversations with friends by sally rooney so you've got the holidays to read it that's my plan as long as it comes in from the library (laughs) uh yeah so anyway we've got um some well one blog post of just sort of wrap up uh, a couple favorite books of the year mine's coming out next week and then we're gonna do like a full sort of looking forward post of the two of us so keep an eye on the vlog as well yeah all end of the year start of the new year stuff yeah coming yeah. at you indeed uh and we'll we'll see you in two weeks bye